following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Hey, beautiful people. If you love what you're hearing or if you have any questions, follow me on Instagram at Blue Hazel, B-L-U-H-A-Z-L. Let me know what's up. I cannot wait to hear from you. Welcome to Girl, We Got This with Blue Hazel co-founder Letitia Lee. Join Letitia as she interviews real people, shares personal stories, and talks raw, honest advice about all things sisterhood. Because after all, life is easier with a sister. Here's your host, my sister, Letitia Lee. Hey, sis. So I get so many questions about my hat line. If you guys didn't know, I started a hat company in 2017 called Tress, T-R-E-S-S. Ladies, you guys know what Tress means? I mean, I'm not sure if you do, because a lot of people don't. It's so crazy. Tress means a long lock of hair. Google it right now. Did you know that? Think about it, Tressame. Did you think about that? Tresemme is like a hair product. So like it goes, it goes together. But people are always like, why'd you name it Tress? I said, it's a long lock of hair. Tress, my hats are made for women with long locks of hair. They're made for us, people with textured hair, you know, and I'll get into this more, how the us is becoming even more than just women. But I want to tell you about my entrepreneurial journey because everybody's always asking me like, how did you start? Where did you start? How did you get this idea? And honestly, it was just an issue I had because I have a big ass head and I have a lot of curly, curly hair. Like I have enough hair for five girls on my head alone, which means I can never wear a regular baseball hat. Ladies, do you feel me when you say this? Like I can't wear a baseball hat unless I straighten my hair. Yo, it takes like an hour or two to straighten my hair. So like, I'm not doing that. I used to have to brush my hair down like super tight. Like, you know, like the slick back, you put the gel in the water down, you slick it back mad tight and you put a hat on. Seriously, I was damaging my curls and that shit wasn't even cute. It was like hard gel slick back just to wear a baseball hat. Like, are you kidding me? So let's get into my story. I'm going to be 100% honest with you how it started, the ups and downs, the, the good and the bad. And the current, what I'm dealing with now, how I'm doing it, because I'm still like a one-man show. I have an intern. Uh, But some days I feel like I am in quicksand sinking. And other days I'm like, balling. But it's like anything in life. There's ups and there's downs. And there's super highs and there's super lows. So let's get into it. Trust started because of an issue I had, like I said, with my big-ass head and curls. I literally just couldn't fit a hat on my head. And it was a specific moment with my ex. I'll never forget this. This is a true story. So my ex isn't the most patient human on planet Earth. And we would always kind of be rushing to get to places, uh, to go on dates, to go to meetings. It was always like, hey, we're doing this. Let's go. And I'd be like, bro, do you see all this shit on my head? Like, give me like 20 minutes. I have to diffuse, put product in the whole rundown. And... uh Long story short, this specific day, we didn't have time for that. So I tried to grab a hat. He literally was on the toilet. I'm not kidding. It was in my apartment in Atlanta. He was on the toilet. And he was like, Leticia, hurry up. I said, okay, I'm going to grab a hat. I went to grab the hat and it just didn't fit. And I was like, oh. one, I had to hear his mouth. Two, I'm like, yo, seriously? Like, I'm going to have to do a slick back bun because I don't have time for this. So in that moment, because we were always trying to like, him and I had this cool thing where like we were like yo we have to figure out the next big thing like how can we like make the next thing like spank sarah blakely or something like to invent something that you know radiates with everybody and just like takes over the world and i literally looked at him he was on the toilet by the way and i was like yo i'm gonna make a hat for us and he was like what 
I said, yeah, I'm going to make a hat for us. Like, I can't freaking put a hat on. And I'm not the only human being that feels this way. It, like, it can't be. And he was like, yeah, all right, Letitia, whatever. And that started my journey. So my journey started from an issue that I had, a functionality issue with the baseball hat, wouldn't fit. And now it was like my driving force to create a baseball hat that would fit, that I could wear comfortably, that I wasn't going to have hat hair and look crazy after I took it off. And honestly, I just didn't want that embarrassing big ass dent in my forehead because I used to force them onto my head because I wanted to wear it so bad. So I would force it and like pull it down mad tight and I literally would take it off and I would have like this big red ass dent in my head for at least like 45 minutes for the day. And I was like always embarrassed. So that was the beginning of my journey. Trust. So I got the idea. Start from there, right? How the hell do you go from there, guys? Like, how do you actually create a product? I had no idea. I'm not a designer. Uh, I've never created a product before. I've never done anything. I just had an idea. So I reached out to my friends. Um, I actually reached out to my homeboy, Dalen. He's always like inventing cool shit. And he, he always knows what's going on. He's in the Google world. Like he's like, hey, look this up. Look this up. Well, this company's great. So I followed his advice. I reached out to my homeboy. He was like, hey, you should uh, try a prototype company. They can make you a prototype. Uh, he gave me the website. I can't speak of the name because I don't want you guys to ever work with them. They totally effed me over, to be 100% honest. However, it was the start of my journey. So Dalen, reach out to my homeboy. He gives me this website, a prototyping company, which you guys can Google. There's a lot of prototyping companies online once you have an idea. A prototyping company will pretty much feed you feed them all your ideas, everything that you want to do, um, you know, the ins, the outs, what you want it to look like, whatever, whatever you really want in your brain, you tell them and they'll create it for you. So they have a designer, they have like an artist, they'll have the patent people, have the people that actually can create the product, they have the factory. So I was like, hell yeah, I'm like home run hitting right now. Like this is exactly what I need. I need a prototype. So Oh, fail number one. This is the first fail of many fails on my journey. I reached out to the prototyping company. Uh, there was a fee. The fee was about $3,000. You had to put half down when you started and then you finish the second amount uh, when you get the hat back. So I put about fifteen to $2,000. I don't really remember, but I know it was more than 1500 because I was like low-key stressed out about $1,500. Uh, and I told them everything that I wanted. So I wanted a baseball hat that could fit. So that means I needed to have the top of my hat to be higher. So I wanted a high crown design. I also wanted satin lining because I was like, what do I need for my hair to always look pretty? And I no satin lining. I sleep on satin pillows. Everything that I put on my head as like a wrap are satin. So I'm like, if I put satin in it, my hair won't be hat, hair, messy, crazy girl after I take it off. So I was like, let me like, let me do the satin lining. And then I was like, you know what else I used to love? I played sports growing up. So I used to always use these hair elastic, these long bands to keep the hair out of my face. And they were like these long bands and I'd wrap them from like my head to the back of my neck and they would keep the hair out of my face. And with the baseball hat, I don't know if you ladies feel this. When you put your ponytail up in a baseball hat, it's always in the back of your neck. And it keeps my neck sweating and super hot, like when I'm running or walking or at the park or anything. So it used to really stress me out when I wear hats because the ponytail holders on hats aren't made for our ponytails. They're made for men who don't have ponytails. Like, are you kidding me, dude? Like, put the friggin' hat hole where it's supposed to be for the back of our head. Like, I want it to be comfortably fitting for when I put my actual ponytail on the back of my crown of my head. So I was like, let me put the 
hair elastics that I used to wear at softball to keep the hair out of my face in the back of the hat. So it'll create this stretch feel. So it'll, one, that will be comfortable, not forced onto my head. And two, these elastics will withstand the issue of keeping the hair off the back of my neck, which also created this really cool dynamic that I didn't actually have to wear a hair elastic anymore with hats. So the three bands in the back were literally kind of like the the blockage from my hair sweating down the back of my neck, but it also substituted as your hair elastic. So you put tress on as if it's your hair elastic and you don't even need like a band or anything to keep your ponytail up because the bands are so strong, they keep the hair off your neck in the perfect ponytail. So girl, you don't have to have those bands looking crazy on your wrists. You know, you have like two, three bands and you take them off. You have those marks in your hand. Dude, you don't have to do that anymore with tress. We got you. So that was my idea. So I gave it all to these people. Literally, I gave it all to these PR something prototyping company, gave them ideas. Um, Now, the process was supposed to be like a six-month process. I was down with it, even though six months was kind of long to me. I talked to the guy. You know, I got on the phone with him. I made sure it was a professional business. First of all, you guys have to do that when working with uh, Google companies, especially prototyping companies. you got to make sure, you know, an NDA is always signed because you don't want people stealing your stuff. And last but not least, you have to kind of just have a human interaction with these people because like... You have to let these people feel you because they need to know how serious you are and how legit you are. Uh, some companies don't give a shit. They're just companies trying to make money off of you. So you have to kind of like hold your place and where you stand with your product. So that's what I did. I started doing that. And I was honestly so stoked because after I gave them all my ideas, I got a drawing of trust. So after, you know, two, three feedbacks, like he would send me a, uh, an idea of what he thought of. And I was like, no, I want it like this. He was like, cool, let's do this. Da, da, da. A month and a half passed. So I finally had the actual drawing now. So like I could see my hat, like Tress was like drawn out for me, which ladies, I don't know if you can draw, bro, but I can't draw. So I was like, oh, shit. like I have a visual. Like my brain went from like this cool creation in my head to now I have like a visual cool picture of like what I actually want my hat to look like. Um, But here is where I hit the blockage, and this is where I had fail number one. Um, So from there, they were supposed to create my sample. I told them I wanted vegan leather. Um, I love my animals. I know you guys love your animals. Um, Vegan everything with trust. So I was like, I want a vegan leather. I want it to be crackled. I want this really cool print. So I was giving them all these ideas, and my idea was I wanted a basic black hat because as a woman – we have like a basic black dress. It's called the LBD, little black dress. Boo, I know you guys all have them in your closet. I have four in my closet. It's your go-to on date nights, movie nights, like whatever night you're trying to look cute, but you want to do it really quick and easy, you're going to put on your little black dress. So I was like, little black dress. Like I want a hat that I could be like cute during the, you know, at nighttime dates, cute during the movies, during the afternoon, cute with my kids, bring them to school, soccer mom live, looking super cute. Like that's what I wanted dress to be. I wanted to be the little black dress of hat. So that was my idea, but they couldn't find the fabric that I wanted and they were having a hard time. We were going back and forth a lot. Long story short, it's like five months. And I'm like, hey, um, we're not kind of getting anywhere. Like what's going on? Uh, You told me I would have my sample in six months and we're not even close. And we agreed. We ended up eventually agreeing on a, a, a fabric, but we didn't actually come to a conclusion where I had a product sample in my hand and I'm like, it's six months and I still don't have anything. You have my money. The only thing I have is a drawing. And this guy, the owner of the company, I called him girls. You guys cannot be scared. 
Like literally drop all fears. Call these people if you have issues. Like I know a lot of women, my sister included, my mom taught me this. You have to voice what you want, especially in business as a woman. You have to voice what you want and don't be scared. Like let that shit go. You have to just demand what you want. And I was like, dude, where is my product? Like my sample, it's six months. I don't have anything in the contract. It says X, Y, Z, like what's going on? He low-key like went ghost, didn't hear from him, um, didn't get a sample. It went like super left. He was like, well, this and that, excuse, excuse after excuse. And I was like, you know what? I don't even want to work with the piece of company after all. Like this is like my baby. This is like this really cool idea I had that I'm thinking like it's low-key life-changing. Well, for me it is anyway, right? So I'm like, yo, is this guy kidding me? Like, is he serious or not serious? And he was dead ass serious. Like, but then I was like, I don't want to create my baby in like, think about this, having a, being pregnant, having a baby, you have to be in like the best health, the best surroundings, the best environment. You have to have these vitamins, you have to have these nutrients, like to have like a really healthy baby. Right. So that place was not healthy. I was not having my baby in a place where it was just horrible. So I ended up leaving that company and I was down like about $2,000 and I literally had nothing but a drawing. So now fail number one, lose $2,000 that I really didn't have to lose, but I lost it. And I only am left with a literal picture, like a design, which is better than what I had because I can't draw. At least I had a drawing now. I had a visual. So here we go on the journey. Next step, uh, I'm in China uh, with my boyfriend at the time. And we are at this really cool event working with their partners. You know me, I like to talk, as you guys notice. I'm a talker, so I'm talking to everybody, having a good time. And this is also like a year later, right? So it took me three years to create this hat. So stick with me. This is year two. We're in China. We're talking. Um... And I met this really cool woman and she was like, yeah, you know, we have a hat factory. And I was like, huh? What? Girl, what? You have a hat factory? And she's like, yeah, you know, we, we develop hats and da, 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 da. And I was like, shut up. I have this really cool idea I want to create. I have a visual. I can show you the pictures. So me being me, get super stoked, super excited. And I had this really cool relationship with them. And I only met them, what, for four or five days in China. I didn't know them from Adam Aviv, but I'm big with energy. So I thought, now the key word thought, that they were solid people. Um, I give them my vision. We're back in the United States now. They're still in China. Great humans in my mind at the time. I'm going back and forth with him and his wife. Uh, they have these manufacturers. So I'm like, yeah, dude, here's the pictures. Do what you got to do. Like, I just need a sample. So he would literally like mail me samples like of leathers and different hats. And it was my design. I, there were certain things I had to tweak, like the heights and the, the fabrics, the feels, the fit. So the fit is very specific with Tress. Like I wanted the fit to be perfect. So we were going back and forth a lot. So it was experimenting. With the new product, you have to experiment because you want that, like I said, to be your baby. You want it to be really special and very healthy. So we were going back and forth until I finally got the hat. Like I got the sample. So I'm on like year almost two now. And I finally have this sample in my hand and I'm like, holy shit, this is it. It fits me perfect. It's vegan pebbled leather. And it was like so beautiful. The fit, the satin lining, everything was stunning. So I was like, all right, bro, let's order some from the factory. He was like, all right, cool. Um, it's like, we're, I only did like a small run to begin with. I think we we're only doing like 500. So 250 of each size. 
and it was only black. So he was like, all right, it's going to be $4,000 for your first run. This is how each how much each hats cost, da, da 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 And I was like, all right, cool. He's like, all right, here we go again. Fail number two, guys. Fail number two. Send me the deposit, and then you'll get it back. And then at the end, um, you pay it for the rest when you receive your hats from the manufacturer. And I was like, all right, cool. Well, um, not saying the same thing happened to me, but the same thing Loki happened to me. Even though I thought these people were great people, um, I really didn't know their core. I didn't know who they were. I mean, that was my fault. Uh, I sent them money, and I thought we had a great relationship, and I never got anything back from them. They actually uh, low-key fell off planet Earth. Uh, I even contacted my, my boyfriend's agents, and I was like, hey, have you guys contacted them? Like, have you guys been in touch with them? And they were like, uh, I'm not going to say his name. I'm going to call him Chris. He was like, Chris is not a good guy. He's not a good person to do business with. And I was like, what? Why didn't anybody tell me this? But they didn't know. So... He ended up going missing. I didn't hear from them from like three weeks after I sent them the money. Uh, like uh, two months later, they like contacted me randomly. A random email was like, hey, we're so sorry. All this stuff happened with our family. Uh, we had to relocate. We're now in Arizona. So much stuff is going on. And I'm like, okay, but where are my hats? Like, where are my hats? No response. No, they never gave me my money back. They never sent me money back. Um, they literally was just like... This is what I'm, we're doing right now. Like, we don't know what's going on with our lives. We're trying to get our lives situated. We don't care about you. Uh, keep it moving. So now I'm, what, like five stacks down that I don't have to be down, but I'm down. And I have no product. However, I have a sample. Like, at least I got a sample from these people, right? So that's how I always thought about it. Every fail, I still learned something or I still left with something. So at least I have a sample now. And I'm like, God, please just like please like please make me have this baby the way I want to have this baby trust like I want it to be good I I know in my gut of guts it's a great product I just need to have the right people surrounding me so yeah fail number two kind of hurt bad because I thought they were good people so it kind of hurt me like morally and then it also hurt me in a business sense because I'm like dude you can't do business like that Letitia lessons learned right uh year three now this is the year of success well, success to me anyway. So year three, I'm at a wedding, um, these really cool people's wedding, and I love them. I was so happy. Uh, my boyfriend and I were together. Uh, my ex, sorry. My ex and I were together at this wedding, and one of our friends actually uh, owns Fanatics. His name is Michael Rubin. He's an incredible human being. I love him. And he pretty much licenses all these hats. And my ex was like, hey, why don't you ask Michael about your hats? And I was like, you're so freaking right, bro. I should ask them. He was like, just talk to him about it. Maybe like he can connect you with somebody. And I was like, you're right. So fanatics.com has like every, literally every professional team, hat, t-shirts, everything that you want. They license all this stuff. So he would have contacts. So I asked him, I said, hey, Michael, look, you're going to look at me like I'm crazy. I want to design a baseball hat for a woman. This is how I wanted to do it. This is why we need this as a woman. He looked at me like, huh? Guys don't get it. They don't got hair, girl. Guys don't have hair. They're never going to understand. It's a girl thing. If you feel me, you feel me. But I was like so determined to get Michael to say yes. And he was like, Letitia, when I get back, I'll send you my guy's email. We'll get you connected to our manufacturing guy and, you know, you handle it from there. And I was like, all right, cool. Just give me the connect. And thank God he did. Michael, I appreciate you so much. Michael connected me with his guy that is connected to the manufacturers. And long story short... 
um, this amazing man named Brandon was able to give me my first set of inventory of trust. So with that being said, let's do a slow cap for that, right? Woo! Uh, it took me three years to create a baseball hat. I had a lot of losses and a lot of wins. Um, it took me to year three to get a win. Now, I got to tell you guys something funny about this. So as you know, the process of getting it manufactured too was also very tedious. So you get it manufactured overseas. I tried to do it actually in America, but it was so expensive. I couldn't, I couldn't afford to have it American made because I didn't have, I don't have the money to have it made in America. It's just more expensive. So I had to go with the overseas route. Um, hopefully in time we can have it an American made brand. I would love that. But right now it just wasn't realistic at the time. So working with manufacturers, it's like working with strangers that you'll never meet, but like you just hope that they get your, your vision and they can produce. And with the help of Brandon, it was able to, you know, be a great seamless process, but it was also like going a lot of back and forth. Yes, I like this. No, I don't like this. Yes, I don't like this. So you got to have a lot of patience with manufacturers and going through this process. And if you just have patience and you you stay focused on exactly what you want and don't be scared to speak up, I'm telling you, like you have to speak up and get exactly what you want, how you want. Otherwise, you're just going to be very unhappy and you're going to waste your money and you're not going to get anything out of you know what you dreamed of. You're never just going to get what you want. Be honest always. So I was launching in December. I'll never forget this. I was at my girlfriend Idunu's house and we, I was like, yo, the hats are coming. Like she sampled them on so she knew. I was like, yo, I'm dropping it in December. Can I tell you guys something that literally made me cry? So I'm sitting at Idunu's house and all of a sudden I see all these like Instagram posts and uh, articles about Beyonce's curl cap. I was like, what? Beyonce made a curl cap? Huh? I was like, what, B? I was like, uh, low-key, I actually cried on the couch because I was like, I've been working on a hat for curly women for three years. Beyonce, the queen of all queens, created a curl cap. I literally melted because I was like, yo, like I was so sad because in my head, I was the creator of this curly girl hat and the queen bee made a hat with Ivy Park for curly girls. And I was like, literally dead, cried. I had moral support for my girlfriend at the time, thank God. But when I went home, I learned that my ex was great. And sometimes, I mean, he was a good guy. He means well. And he literally looked at me and he was like, stop crying. I was like, no. He was like, stop crying. He was like, you got to realize now that there is a market for this. Like, there's a market. Like, you didn't know that there was a market before. But, like, with Beyonce creating this, now there's a market for this. Like, now you know that your product will do good because Beyonce made it. And I was like, yeah, you're right. You're right. But why did it have to be B? Ugh. Although, I, you know, I knew in my heart of hearts, my design was a lot different than her design. It was two different designs. It, they, they didn't really relate to each other at all. So I was like, you know, in my heart, I knew my baby was going to be more powerful because it was actual a functional issue that I had specifically. So I made it specific, specifically to, to my needs as a person, whether, you know, you deal with like big companies like an Ivory Park and manufacturers, you know, they just, they build for the masses. They don't really build for like specific niches in a sense. I was building for a specific issue that I had with myself for a specific niche. So, you know, B, I love you. I appreciate you uh, creating this hat market for me. And uh, you made it official that there was a 
there was a hat market um, available. And you actually, my boyfriend realized that I was doing something great because he was always looking at me like I was crazy. Like, girl, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, huh, why are you doing this? And because of you, Beyonce, he he finally realized it and he supported me ever since then. So it took me three years in Beyonce to confirm that I had something good and golden on my hands. So now, currently today, uh, TressForUs.com, we are selling hats like crazy. It's really cool. It's super exciting. Uh, we have vegan leather. We have vegan suede. We have canvas. We have all different kinds of colors. We have so many incredible women wearing our hats. It's more than just a hat to me. It's a it's a journey. With, we, as a woman with natural hair, as a woman that had an issue with my curls and accepting my curls and embracing my curls, I don't longer have to damage what I finally embrace to wear a baseball hat like a daily essential item. It's something that looks good on me. It's something that protects my hair. It's something that makes me feel good. It's something that literally every woman should have. An easy go-to baseball hat that will not damage your hair, that will always look good. And girl, let me tell you, we're going to have 99 problems, but hat hair will never be one, okay? It will never be one with Tress. So that is my story of Tress. There's so much more to tell you guys, but, you know, I want to keep this open. If you guys have any questions, like, send me a message, and we can explore this on a deeper level. I mean, but that was my journey of getting Tress here, and I honestly feel like if you have an idea, if you have a product idea, if you have an idea for a podcast, if you have an idea for anything, start. Just start. Google, do your research, make sure everything that you're doing is solid and factual and always, always, always speak up. Never be scared to speak how you feel because like I said, when you have a product, it's like your baby. You want a healthy baby in a healthy environment and you only want good people around your baby. So treat it as that and girl, you're going to be golden. So that's my story, guys. If you have any more questions, let me know, hit me up and uh, we can explore this more, but to my entrepreneurial women, I salute you. I admire you. And thank you for always just literally having a path for women with ideas and making it an open space for all of us to learn more, to fail, and to honestly just be willing to be courageous and be brave. Ladies, fail. That's the only way you learn. Literally, that's the only way I learned. That's the only way trust became alive. I failed two times. And I'm still failing to this day. So I'm probably up to six fails, but we're still a business and we're still running. So I love you guys. I hope you enjoyed my journey of my entrepreneurial world of trust. Trustforus.com is available now. I love you guys. Have an awesome day. Hey, sis. Thanks for listening to Girl, We Got This with Letitia Lee. Get new episodes every Tuesday on Podcast One and Apple Podcasts. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and spread the word to your tribe. Hey guys, it's Kelty Knight from the Lady Gang Podcast. If you're into getting a very sassy, sexual, beautiful, inspiring, funny, oftentimes embarrassing, slightly anal podcast in your repertoire, subscribe to us, Lady Gang, on Podcast One, the Podcast One app. And please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts.